0: Hey, everyone. You're here with another episode of Time Spot on the Beat with me, Faraz Hari. And joining me today in the studio is Christopher Raj. Okay. To me, he needs no introduction. And I think to the media people, he needs no introduction. Basically, he was an ex-journalist. Uh, he's a PR renaissance type. And now he is also with FAM. Uh, how are you doing? How are you? Chris, how are you? Good,
1: good, good. Thank you for having me here.
0: So instead of me explaining what you actually do for (laughs) FAM, how about you yourself? (laughs) Tell everyone what you do for FAM.
1: Sure. Uh, Thanks, thanks Farah, for having me here. Welcome, Norris. It's to be here. Uh, Old place reminds me a lot of things Uh, over the years. I worked with NSD. Well, um, I I serve the Football Association of Malaysia uh, as the executive uh, committee member. This is my second term. I was uh, elected in 2017 and... uh, second term uh, as an exco member but of course the second term uh, came with uh, bigger responsibilities. Uh, so I'm the chairman of uh, media and public relations committee. Okay. Uh, a committee that oversees policies and strategy within the media perspective for the association. Uh, we don't get involved in operational matters okay. uh, but more of uh, advisory role the committee plays. Uh, we meet uh, three times in a year. But of course, whenever there are issues and crisis, uh, we meet quite often to uh, discuss and give the necessary advice to the secretariat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't make decisions. Huh? We only provide advisory role. And I'm also the deputy chairman of the Members and Affiliate Committee, okay. which is a committee formed to assist our state affairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I look after the uh, education part of the Football Association for the States. Yep. And what I've done is um, uh, a year ago, we formed a small task force. We are now in the midst of executing the role or executing the, how do you say, this uh, model that we have put in place to kickstart the diploma mm-hmm. uh, in football management. It's okay. a partnership between FAM and oh, okay. Uh, so I've been working on this for the last two and a half years. Uh, yes, there are a lot of programs out there that does football programs with local universities, but uh, this is program which is um, created and facilitated by FAM. Mm-hmm. It's a two-year diploma program conducted okay. full-time in UPSI, yep. and uh, we have now, uh, I think we are almost in the third stage. Uh, Completion uh, For it to be approved By Mm -hmm. Ministry of uh, Higher Education And also the UPSI Board Okay And we have had Numerous meetings Uh, What happens is At the end of the day This program caters For about maximum First stage is 25 people Okay Um, And this is open Before open to public It's open to Officials or State FA Executives to attend Mm -hmm. And it covers All the football Management modules uh, and then they come to FM for an internship mm-hmm. And then they go back to the FAs to serve the clubs or whatever Okay. So that's what it is And uh, last but not least, I'm also the under-17 national team manager And uh, I was appointed uh, one and a half years ago mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, little things that I do for uh, FM, uh, Which... Um, Again, it's a national service A lot of people think When you serve uh, the FA or any sporting body You actually paid Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, We don't get paid I mean, I don't get paid for sure
0: You don't like money, Um, Chris?
1: Yeah, and uh, (laughs) I think it is um, I I always believe these roles are For you to serve the country And it's, it's a wonderful opportunity To work in an association And do what you can to the best of your ability uh, in that, I'm also an AFC media and FIFA media consultant mm-hmm, Which I've mm-hmm. been for many years uh, I've completed three World Cups, FIFA World Cups mm. And uh, many numerous uh, Asian competitions yep.
0: Okay uh, And then most importantly that he forgot to tell you all That he keeps us like me, media like me, <laughs> reporters like me in check Whenever we have events and such
1: uh, also. Not in check, but I think it's Well, you like, do you... Uh, It's more like, uh, you know, giving you the right perspective to what's happening but okay. you know i think you know when when i was a journalist and now you guys are there uh the whole landscape has changed tremendously mm. you know uh but I, I i i enjoy i enjoy it but like i said you know um it, it is a responsibility that comes with A lot of criticism more than praise You know You can do 100 good things uh, People will not know Maybe sometimes we are also at fault We don't talk about it But we do one wrong thing And, and the whole country go against you And I think the leadership I mean in the sense that When you are in, in sports association uh, Especially when you are a young leader You must uh, And I think across any any leader for the matter It doesn't mean young and old To Just to correct myself You must accept constructive criticism And you must accept Be gracious in defeat Be humble in victory You must accept the criticism that comes with it Because at the end of the day I always say And I've always said this 20 years ago FM doesn't own the sport Uh, The sport belongs to the public Mm -hmm. Uh, We are only the guardians of the game If I may say uh, but of course, today there's a lot more engagement. I think yeah. uh, with the fans, with the public. Of course, uh, social media doesn't make it uh, uh, any easier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. uh, it gives us um, a lot of flex that we receive. But I, for me personally, I speak for myself. I think I, we accept it in good faith.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah. So you said you've been there for two terms now. Yeah. How has it been so far for you? Like, is it like lack of sleep? Is it like losing a lot of hair? What is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Share with us <laughs> I think um, The fact that I worked For me I think it was a big change Because 1994 To 2004 I actually worked in FAM As a media manager For 10 years
0: Okay
1: um, That's before I came to NST And the media industry mm-hmm. And in 2017 When I started Worn as an independent member mm-hmm. to the board. First two years, I think, was more of trying to understand what exactly was happening around because a lot of things have changed Yeah uh, from an administrative perspective and and all that. And of course, we had uh, Stuart, uh, you know, as a GS, and that made a lot of very good working relationship and uh, made a lot of my life easier mm-hmm. because you it's easy to work with like minded people. Yeah. Uh, and they understand Perspective of communication And the narrative of the story That we want to tell the public okay. Of course uh, In all honesty We also have our own challenges mm-hmm. But I find um, A national team Yeah, well, I think our biggest uh, Challenge comes When national team Is not doing well uh, when the issues with national team, whether it's player selection or whether performance of the team, mm-hmm. but I think after the appointment of coach uh, Kip Bangun has obviously made things better, yeah, uh, and we have lesser issues to deal with, okay. uh for a change actually, and I think uh, when national team does well, uh, everything goes well,
0: okay, but
1: of course in a year when national team plays like for example, if you look at twenty twenty one, twenty two. 22 yes when national team qualified for Asian Cup we thought uh, the 19s will do well the 23s do well and then they failed they didn't even qualify Mm. and then 17 qualified for the final rounds Mm -hmm. in uh, uh, for the final rounds this year Asian Cup so it is difficult to get 3 or 4 teams to qualify at the same time yeah Uh, I mean that's uh, that's a really icing on the cake life. Everybody does mm-hmm. that. And then we are constantly looked at in terms of F30, whether it's successful, whether it's failing, uh, because everything has a KPI. And the F30 and the ACE program all comes under the Affiliate and Members Committee, okay. because that's yeah. where we we look at things and the KPIs and the indicators and the parameters to get it going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I would say my second term is far more challenging. It took me, a, it, it obviously, I, how do I say? It took... Uh, a lot of my time uh, you know Yes uh, Because I'm a person You know If you're committed You're committed 100% You know there's not 30% You've got to give 100% And of course uh, Being a, I enjoyed my stint as a team manager Of the under 17 I lost all my weekends For the last two years Because I'm in Gambang Every Fridays. People don't know People think it is uh, Oh it's fun Being a manager Yeah it is fun Being manager But you know uh, When you lose Your family time And and, and uh, it, it comes with the joy. It comes with the responsibility You know um, Thursdays Fridays I leave for Gambang I see the boys playing Spend a night And then come back The next day And this has been my life And traveling around Malaysia Wherever they play uh, We were three weeks In Qatar For our Ramadan mm-hmm. I was there for three weeks You know So It takes a lot of A lot of your time And uh, Also emotionally You're affected Okay I mean when We lost in Bangkok I, I'm not going to be shy about it I thought I had a A mild depression you know, Lamar. I, uh, I, I couldn't accept that uh, the team did badly, and actually, I didn't go to work for two weeks. Huh? that is a fact. Uh, I am not shy the, to this say. This is
0: it. this is we're talking about the the Asian the, Cup the one, Asian one where rounds, you guys yeah. were yeah, yeah, yeah. expected to qualify yeah, for the yeah, World Cup. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So because
1: the lead up to that, you know, mm-hmm. um, we went through a lot of challenges, a lot of struggles, and um, and uh, it is not so much about the target, but also. You put your heart and soul into it, you know. Okay. I mean, looking after the boys, ensuring that they are in the uh, right atmosphere, and uh, you know, boys being boys, they all have issues, and you have to deal with it. Uh, you have to deal with the coaching team. I mean, you you see, being a team manager, you can have two roles. One, you can just arrive at the airport and travel with the team. Okay. Uh, the for, other team for manager. For namesake. For the other team, it's like being involved so you know what's exactly happening mm-hmm. with the team from breakfast to dinner. Okay. You know their training schedule. You know their patterns. It's, okay. it's up to you actually how deep you want to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a person because you know, I've been in this for many years and, and I get involved in every part of the except for tactical Mm -hmm. and selection of players. Mm -hmm. And that is 100% the coach's opinion and the coach's decisions to appoint. But in the rest of it, you know, and I must say that uh, the national team department was very supportive uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of preparation. Uh, We got some good matches, we played but maybe because it is still new to me i i'm not i've not had a managerial position for many years you know and when you give not just financially but also from supporting system ensuring that everything is taken in perfection okay uh trying to deliver the best preparation possible i think yeah i was a bit uh, yeah so after we came back You know I was uh, I was a bit down and out uh, Of course I was also exhausted I was really tired Mentally And emotionally I was very very tired mm-hmm. And I didn't even go to My office for almost Three weeks Two three weeks Yeah okay. And uh, yeah That's that's what it is
0: But I have to ask What actually happened In between like The, the Asian Cup qualifiers And you guys did so well And then there were So many clips um, Circulating on social media That you know Like motivational talks By like uh, Ameri Wanta Tajuddin And all yeah. that And then from there it's like the boys It's like something happened to them They just changed 180 completely And then they were like All this energy And all this hype came up And then they qualified For the competition proper But then during the competition itself yeah. it, they, they changed It's like I, I couldn't believe What I was actually watching Because I was like yeah. eh, These are not the boys That I watched Played in the qualifiers So what actually happened?
1: I, I think I would put it to uh, Three aspects maybe Okay. Um, firstly, we lost out physically to the, the teams who were in our group mm-hmm. uh, You know, the boys were bigger uh, Physically, they were far more, much more stronger I mean, when I look at the team from Yemen And, and you look at the players from, uh, in fact, even Laos How mm-hmm. how big mm-hmm. and how strong they are And when you look at our boys, you know Thank God we, we won against Laos Okay. Uh, but even when we played against Thailand but i think the real issue is that some of these boys they lost the hunger they were not hungry enough to do well and i think it is partly due to number of players actually signed a very early contract before the team left with certain clubs
0: you mean professional uh, contracts
1: they can't sign professional contract but uh, the parents sign contract on behalf of the players with the clubs
0: okay because they're um, under age. underage Underage okay.
1: And the parents make the decision to sign those contracts Okay And I think the boys, some of them were in a comfortable position Okay You know, I guess when a 16-year-old boy is paid three thousand five or $4,000 a month mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: It brings back to think, why should I even play as hard as this And get myself injured maybe, you know So we didn't see 100% commitment in many of the players that we thought could actually carry the flag of the country. So when we played Laos, actually, we played with the second stringers. And those second stringers who played are players who actually never had a contract. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they were far more determined. They were far more hungry. uh, And they were far more committed to win the game for the country. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so, you know, a lot of people ask me, is AMD good or bad? I say AMD is very good. We actually are very blessed, I wouldn't say lucky, blessed in the sense that we have AMD. It's a great idea by uh, former sports minister, Kari Jamaluddin. It's fantastic because I can't see without AMD, how can we go far? Okay. And what we can do in competitions, I think we'll get trashed without AMD. Okay. But I think it's also because AMD did not have a technical director for almost a year. Uh, Mm -hmm. after the two technical directors Mm -hmm. who left Saad and Mm backing you know backing went to Slango Saad is now in Algeria and that gap of giving the expert advisory role in AMD also were missing. So coaches probably, yes, they are qualified, they are good, but they were trying to do with whatever experience they can. Okay. For example, in Farah, uh, in AFF uh, under 17 in Jakarta, sorry, AFC under 17 qualification in Indonesia, mm-hmm. when we qualified, I actually spoke to Saad and Saad actually came. Uh, he was there throughout the competition and he was actually giving a lot of advisory to Osmera he was giving his uh, tactical know-how and he was studying the game he okay. travelled for the matches and uh, backing as well you know of course I think sometimes when AMD coaches have been with these technical directors for a long period of time there is kind of a bond there Mm-mm. and and that bond goes missing yeah, Almost a year, a couple of months And they can't get the replacement So I think one of the things in my report That I stated that AMD should appoint a technical director As soon as possible mm-hmm. Because the young coaches need it mm-hmm. And these are coaches Who are not exposed to international football It's not mm-hmm. like they go and work in France For two years, come back Or they work in Holland for two years and come back yeah. They've always been in the Malaysian yep. scenario Malaysian support system So they need to get the technical director. Of course, Scott being there uh, as a technical director of FAM, of course, it helps. Mm -mm. But at the end of the day, he's not able to do what he needs to do in AMD Mm -mm. because they have different setup. But I think with the steering committee, it helps to navigate uh, certain decisions that are being made. So I think, am I proud of the boys? Yes, I am proud of what they have done over the last two years. Uh, I can't blame them or fault them for the way they played uh, because they are good boys. They are boys with, and we have a lot of boys from different backgrounds, different challenges, different struggles mm. and um, and they constantly need support. Okay, They constantly need encouragement. Uh, one of the things that I think MD has to do is they need to start getting into the gym because physically we are we are not strong we are not strong when we come to asian top competition we are not physically strong to challenge the iraqis the the saudis the uzbekistans we are not you know there were incident i asked uh, one of the boys you know he looked uh, he was sitting next to a uzbekistan under 17 player and this under 17 player he looked like he was 21 22 but he's actually 17 okay but physically he's so strong I said, why don't you ask him what he eats and what he drinks? Mm-hmm. So he, uh, you know, and my captain asked him, he said, no, I actually drink horse milk uh, and they eat horse meat. Okay. Yeah. And you can see the structure. And and I think the nutrition also plays a big, big role in development of the boys. Mm-hmm. And that's because majority of these boys, Farah, they come from the B40 family. Yeah. And that is the fact. Yep. Right I'm not going to lie about it only certain players come from the M40 one or two maybe from T20 who are there but mm. majority of the boys come from B40 and you know these boys who come from B40 they don't get enough nutrition as a young child Yeah yeah, yeah. right they mm. don't get enough nutrition as a young child and it affects them because you can ask some of the players what is the favorite food they can eat every day they will tell you it's rice Mm-mm. fried egg and ketchup yeah, and they can eat that every day.
0: My favorite too, to be yeah, honest.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, and when they come to AMD, the the growth spur, it's not uh, how do you say you, you you are not able to push them further or, or, or how do you say to make up for the lost time of uh, four five six years old. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You True. know,
1: and that affects the growth of the bone, the growth of the muscle, and and therefore thank God we have AMD and it comes to AMD they are exposed to a bigger nutrition set of things they drink milk, they eat more vegetables and mm-hmm. eat more protein yep. but this is something that maybe you know AMD has to sort out because uh, I think the nutrition part plays a big role, uh, of course they are given the best, Mm-mm. they need to look at the nutrition, they need to look at the fitness uh, especially the physical conditioning part because the boys need to get into the gym of certain age to build the muscles and physically to be strong because we can be so talented we can be skillful Mm -hmm. we can have all the fighting spirit determination but in modern football today the physical condition is so so important and I think we, we lose out there
0: so it's safe to say that you do agree with the fact that FAM should be the guardians of
1: AMD. Uh well FM can be the guardian of AMD. Because right now technically
0: it, it, it does come under, you know, the National Sports Council. Yeah. So
1: no, um I, I was very honest. Um if you want to I uh, and I told this to the president. Mm. If you want to take AMD, we must make sure we do a better job than what's going on now. Okay. You know, you should not be taking it for the sake of taking it. Okay. And it iterates. Okay. Right. They, because they are doing mm-hmm. some good work there. Yeah. We need to be uh, doing better or improvise and assist in areas where help is needed and i'm not sure whether fm financially can manage amd because it is a very big commitment yeah. unless the grant comes from the government okay all right and say okay with this grant you can manage it, that's a different story mm. but uh, i i I, uh, I mean that i leave it to the leadership how they look at it because that is a, a, a huge uh, yeah. uh, management decision that they need to make yep. uh, but it, it, for me, it's very clear. They have a superb facility. You know, I, I, I was there for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, coaches are good coaches. They're very committed, dedicated. There's nothing wrong with the local coaches. But what they need is uh, encouragement, support. They need a good technical director mm-hmm. to do the advisory work for them yep. and continuously to grow in uh, you know knowledge management, knowledge transfer, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, work hand-in-hand hand with uh, FAM, to you know, a lot of people say, Oh, you know, it's difficult to work with A M D, but I actually I never had issues, you know, honestly to be true. Maybe because I took the first step meeting them, I took the first step going there yep. to know them. Yeah. And you you cannot go there you know, trying to bulldoze your way through Just because you're FM It doesn't work that way Like I said, you must be uh, You must have a lot of humility Like You must have the humbleness To learn, to accept And not to walk around as though You, you are the uh, godfather of Malaysian football You know what I mean? Okay,
0: yeah. uh, Chris, just to head back to your role As the under National Under-17 uh, under 17, 17. Just now you said stint Does that mean that your time as uh, National Under-17 is over? And manager is
1: over? Uh, no, no uh, I mean, I have... Uh, I have um, Uh, how do you say I've given my uh, report uh, Mm or I've submitted my uh, analysis of what has happened, and uh, at the end of the day, the manager's role is uh, is always appointed by the president, okay, uh, based on the advice given by the uh, national team committee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, if they want me to continue for the next season or the next tournament, of course, I will do it in a, in great uh, honor and pride to serve the country. But if they think uh, otherwise, they want to find somebody else, another executive board member takes over, mm-hmm. and I'm. Happy with that as well.
0: Okay, so just a quick one because we're running out of time. Sure. Uh, what else can we expect to see from you, national under seventeen and FAM this year?
1: Well, uh, if you ask me, for me, it's a dream for under seventeen to go to the World Cup. I I don't see target as a as a big issue. We must have target in life. We must be objective. Winning AFF, winning. Uh, smaller tournaments is no great thing for me Uh, we must aim higher and bigger Mm -hmm. Uh, for FAM I think uh, it's Asian Cup as always Uh, and team has done well under the leadership of Kim Pangun and of course the president Mm -hmm. and uh, let's hope that we have a good Asian qualifiers and World Cup qualification and uh, Malaysians uh, can celebrate
0: okay thank you so much for joining us today Chris Uh, that's a wrap from us us. thank you for listening to Spot on the Beat for more insightful conversations head on over to Audio Plus, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you. Until next time. Bye. bye.